Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, for those of you that are tuning in from outside, it probably really doesn't seem like we've taken much of a break at all, but for those of us here sitting at the table, we've been down for about two months, uh, just working on some stuff, waiting for some people to come back from trips, that sort of thing. So, uh, welcome back formally, everybody. Where we left off, I did listen to the last recording this morning. Uh, we were mostly talking about downtime activities last session, so... I apologize for people that are listening. We're going to unfortunately have to talk about downtime activities a little bit again, just because, as I mentioned, for us, we're coming back from two months of being away from the game, so we've got to kind of get back into things. That being said, I do have a list of some of the downtime activities everybody was talking about, and we're going to set out today how long you guys want to do your downtime, what activities are the most important, how successful they are. We're going to talk about some changes that are happening in the Stronghold, while these activities are going on, that sort of thing. So we'll jump into that. Um, I wanted to start with going over what everybody had told me they wanted to do for the downtime, just so that you guys know what I already have and what I've already kind of planned around. And then we'll move on from there and we'll see how that's working out. <clears throat> uh, so for, for Lazarus, I've got, you were looking to get something from a jewelry shop. Some sort of simple waterfall trinket, maybe made out of iron or wood. Something you could set the turquoise gem you have into. Um, I've also got that you would like to try to gain some influence with the church if you can. Um, especially if there is already a church of your particular god or even otherwise. Uh, you wanted to look for some exotic material worker or maybe a blacksmith and leather worker to try to fix the carapace armor as it did receive a a fair amount of damage from the explosion and obviously has now had a fairly decent sized crack in it. It will suffice for now, but definitely the longer you have it that way, the worse it'll probably get. Uh, obviously your god puzzle uh, for both you and Dis, that's obviously going to be something high on your list as I believe both of you now have gotten pretty heavy hintings from your god that th those need to get done. Um... I've got... Oh, um, you did also mention, from a character point of view, you wanted to drop Tunnel Fighter to gain... What was the other one you were switching to? Uh, well, we haven't talked about that one yet, I don't think. Oh, you may have to talk louder. I'm not sure how... Oh, well, I don't know. I said, um, I wasn't sure if we had decided on what we were going with that one. Yeah, it, it's more... All I have here is just that you'd like to drop Tunnel Fighter in exchange for something else. Yeah, so was only the play test material didn't make it, so... Yeah. I mean, probably defense or protection, right? Defense and protection. Protection being, what, one extra AC and... No, defense is extra AC. Protections is someone's attack to be used by reaction to impose disadvantage. Okay, okay. I mean, either of those is probably a good choice. You maybe just let me know. Or even if the group has any particular inclination as to which one they'd prefer. Lazarus gets hit less, or Lazarus can protect people within, within five feet of him with a shield once per turn. Well, because, like, Nim already has, like, a lot of defensive crap. 
Like, I can already boost my AC up to, like, 23. So, I don't know. I think you should get hit less. Yeah, I think the How many concentration spells do you normally use? Me? Uh, no, uh... Oh, how many concentration spells do I normally use? Yeah. Just trying to determine, I guess, if the extra AC would be useful that way. Yeah. I mean, most ones I'm using concentration for lately has been like magic weapon, Dane. I don't use shield tape that often because it does take concentration. Dane and magic weapon are both like huge spells, though. Mm-hmm. Maybe helping other people not get hit in that case? Because that's. The helping other people not get hit makes you get hit, or it just blocks attack entirely? It just gives disadvantage. Uh, so long as I'm holding a shield and someone's attacking me from my um, five feet around me, I'm most disadvantaged by using my reaction. So really, it'd probably be helping me the most for that, since this will be the closest. If, if you're near me, yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as you're within five feet, so you guys would have to slightly adjust how you fight. I think the... Personally, I think the AC boost is probably more... Effective. Yeah, I think you're right. The AC boost right so. now puts, well, Lazarus is burning the army, but I think he was at 19, so pushing With your carapace armor, you were 19, so yeah. you'd be 20 AC with defense. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. I, would, I would do that. And then after upgrade the full plate, I go to 22. Yeah, so I mean. You're never going to get hit. Yeah. Well, you say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to get hit so much less than all of us. That's true. Yeah, but my AC's been 19 this whole time, and it hasn't helped. <laughs> I still get it. Um, and the last thing you had was you would like to fill in some bits of world knowledge if you can. All right, um, go to the library. Um, also, I think on the list was to... Uh, I don't think Lazarus, as far as I remember, when we left off, still hasn't received his ring back. Your ring back? Okay. Ah, good point. So, like, Lazarus without the ring can't visit the armor on or anything, so... Yeah, I think, based on how you left things, we can assume that you get it back. Um, it was probably just the guards hadn't had a chance to bring it back to you yet. Because you, you got off so, wow. with with the problems that you had, with some intervention from Skinner, so that seemed alright. Alright, we'll move on to Kenna. I've got, you'd like somebody to train you in the use of your herbalism kit and maybe your alchemy kit as well? Yeah. Start using that as a good uh, revenue source, as well as, you know, just having... Question, don't don't druids have herbalism by default? I don't think so. Britt was checking her sheet, and she didn't see it. I think you just forgot to put it on there, though. Unless it was the background. Oh, it might have been the hermit background. Yeah, because I think certain backgrounds have it. I chose sage. Yeah. Yeah. Sage for the extra languages. Yeah. Um, While you look that up, um, there was the spell scroll option as well. Um, I being a druid, you automatically get proficiency in herbalism kit. Okay, so just alchemy kit then. Then just the alchemy. Okay, the sword is fine. I mean, it makes sense. Druids, herbs. Um, I've got, you'd like to look into the spell scroll option. Um, I know you guys already kind of looked at whether or not Nim can use scrolls you write to learn any spells that he may be missing, but there was also just the option of selling them to people and may prove useful. Um, although obviously spell scrolls do have the limitation of they can only be used by people who can cast the magic in the first place, but they are a nice backup sometimes. Um... You were looking to make some money with the farming rung, selling your ability to do plant growth. Heck yeah. Yeah, looking into maybe how much you can charge, get the uh, get one of the farmers that you've already done it for to vouch for you, that sort of thing. Maybe try to make that work. 
Uh, and also go looking for Kit, should he have survived. She? Sorry, should she have survived? Don't yes. tell me what gender the goat is. I just <laughs> did. <laughs> All right. She's um, a lady. <laughs> uh, Dis, I've got... Uh, this went for a, a bit of a different approach to his downtime activity. I've got research the mill owner, uh, go through any of the taverns, try to figure out what might have caused the fire in the first place, do some general sleuthing of some kind. Um, you also want to look for information on Fei Lin, see if you can't track her down. Uh, God Puzzle, obviously. Um, you'd like to see if you can learn a little bit more about Meyer. Does anybody here worship him? How is that worship done? What uh, other, you know, practitioners can you find of it that can teach you better ways of contacting him or better ways of appeasing him? That sort of stuff. Can I retroactively go back and change what I, or not change, but add on to what I want to talk to about in taverns? Like sure. the information I was trying to gather? Yeah. So not just about the fire and what it started, but also about the night. Okay. Stop the fire. Okay. And Learn like, purely like, night? the idea of like, how did he get so strong type of thing? You <laughs> For no reason. No, I think all of that is just fine. Uh, and you also said, I'm sure this will make everybody at the table feel perfectly safe, but you would like to attempt to contact the Thieves Guild. Oh, yeah. And raise your reputation with them and maybe look at doing some jobs for them. That is right. I think, I don't know if the mic picked it up, but there was definitely a collective sigh from everybody else at the table. <laughs> They're my people. Oh, God, every time. Okay, um, and then the last one I had, obviously, was for Nim stuff. Um, I didn't have it written down on a piece of paper, but what I can remember uh, was Nim was going to start up a laundry service. You had already gone a decent way into actually getting that accomplished, from what I remember. You'd already gotten a permit for a, an, a, a small space in an alleyway due to the um, obvious space requirement problems with losing a huge portion of the market rung, and I think you'd gotten the permit, but I don't think you'd done anything else since then. No, that's about where we cut it off, was me getting the... Well, because I had to go... Clean that whole building. I had to clean <laughs> yeah, the building, yeah. and I had to get more gold from Kenna, because right. I didn't... I don't trust myself. Because <laughs> Nim had, what, like 20 gold on him? <laughs> no, not even. I had, oh, like, two, I had like 2 GP on me. And that was from Lazarus, anyway. <laughs> and I think, if I remember correctly, you were saying per cleaning you were going to charge, what, like a silver? You were going to try to go pretty low so that, like, the average per, person per could afford it? Per piece of uh, gear. Per piece of gear? Okay. Yeah. So, like, boots, one silver. Pants, one silver. Shirt, one silver. <laughs> However, he also wanted to get me involved to make it centified. Yeah. Uh -huh. Extra charge, really druid to centify the pieces. Two casters sitting there using their cantrips. Well, I mean, yeah. what what do you think magic casters would do to make money? Do you think they're just going to go do manual labor? No, I'm just amused by it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. Um, <laughs> and I think you had something else about you wanted to see if you could get into the library. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. There's uh, something we left off Lazarus' list. Okay. Um, Lazarus is also investigating the list of the merchants. In the right, right, right. The list of the three merchant names. We will see. Okay, so here's the way I would like to get this accomplished. I think, is there anything else that anybody really wants to add to their list of things that they want to get done during the downtime? 
I mean, depending on how much gold Nim makes, he's going to want to, like, copy some spells into his spellbook. Okay, that that makes total sense. I, assuming you can obviously, like, get to wherever that is and yeah. do what you need to do. Okay, that sounds good. So I think the way that we're going to approach this, then, is the longest downtime activity I have is Lazarus trying to change from Tunnel Fighter to, I guess, probably defensive. Yeah. Um... There's a there's a certain amount of time that the D&D manual sets out for activities like that, although I am going to shorten it a little with the understanding that, it, I, in my impression, there's not a huge difference between knowing how to protect a tunnel from enemies and knowing how to just better focus that defensive energy into defending yourself. I don't think that's a huge logic shift in terms of learning. Um, but I do still think to do it right, we may be looking at somewhere between four to six months. Um, is everybody all right with that amount of downtime in the in the part of the stronghold you can get to now? Uh, it's a lot of downtime. It is. It is. How many attempts do we get at God puzzles? Um, if you're, if you're open for, like, the four to six months, my assumption would be is I imagine you probably take a crack at it every couple of days until it's done. Which I can't imagine you not getting it done in that time. Yeah, as I said. So, I mean, barring you actually solving it here in front of me, I would assume within six months you find the time to solve both of them. I mean, purely for that reason. <laughs> not a bad no, no, I, 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 don't get me wrong, it's a long amount of time, but I think you guys can get some valuable things from spending that much right, time. Right, but, but how can we take that much downtime? We can't, we have a debt to pay back. As long as you're continuously paying back your debt, they didn't give you a timeline of when it was due. But they also said that we were paying back our debt via doing things for them. Yes, so certain jobs may come up during your downtime that need to be done. I'm not necessarily saying that no player interaction will occur for six months, just that little forays we might do within the next couple of sessions might all be within that amount of downtime. Do we want to be downtime in Stronghold that long? Because we do still have the... The uh, island. Or yeah, we have the island and promises and all the other shit going on too. Yep, don't get me wrong. It's a tough decision. But we're also, we have to get married. Um, It may also help if I start giving you some of the intel you're collecting, um, because certain things are changing in the stronghold that may or may not make you more or less likely to want to spend that amount of time here, depending on how you take those events. Ooh, that does give me an idea. So while I'm cleaning clothes... Sure. I want to, like, just casually chat with people that, like, the, the the customers and try to direct it in such a way of, like, trying to garner as much information as I can about what's going on in the stronghold currently. No, I, I think that's definitely, wherever you can get intel from is going to be better than nowhere. And then I guess if we're doing a longer period of time, I would use uh, the thieves, like, trying when I'm contacting the thieves guild, like, the motive would be to find where Mary is and shit like that, so they probably okay. have information on that. My only concern with us taking that much time off is, like, us not being able to access other rooms. We can pay to go to other rooms, though. Yeah. How much do you cost with silver? Depends which one you buy. Depends on which one. Oh, yeah. 
I'm pretty sure it's the DNA some, answer. Yeah, yeah. I could just hit on some <laughs> Or that was the answer anyway. The rings. Oh, speaking of hitting on adventurers. That's right. Don't forget this. Uh, <laughs> gotta get a gold ring. I, I was gonna mention it actually because it was in our yeah. recap of last remember, episode. Remember, I had the booty call. Yeah, I, he has. It, he got a girl's phone number, but he can't dial it yet because his ring's not good enough. That's right. My cell service isn't that good. Right. So <laughs> you have a booty call waiting for you. You're gonna wait six months. Well, he has to get the gold I, ring first. Ah. Yeah, but he may. I mean, the thieves guild. Who knows? Yeah, they might have a, uh, a way out. Also, if you find a way out of the stronghold, period, that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be quite door. an accomplishment. A back door that we can pay out and get out of here. I mean, if anybody has a back door out of the stronghold, one would imagine that the <laughs> might have such a thing. Mm. But yeah, um, if you like, you don't have to settle on the answer right now. We can start going over a little bit of the information that you guys are starting to pick up and that sort of thing. Uh, and you can make the judgment call then if you like. Might be a slightly safer way of doing it. So let's set out a couple of things right from the start, just so that, and I want you guys to record these down, just so that when we figure out how many days you've spent, we can figure out how much money you guys have made. Um, so we're going to start with um, the easy stuff. We're going to start with Nim's laundry business. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Address for Sasha. That's what it was. Ah, yes. I did indeed write it down. Sasha. What did I have this for a description? (laughs) Sasha, let me tie this Sasha around you. (laughs) Are we still doing, is like all of our money going to the Surf and Turf Bank? Or are we collecting our money? Razor still has his pocket chip on him, but that's it. So obviously the money you make will come into your own yeah. pockets. At, at that point you can either choose yes. to dip them into your communal fund or not. Okay. Okay, so we'll start with laundry because it was the easiest. We'd already agreed on some payment options. So I have one silver per piece of cloth with an additional charge for scenting. Now, there's a couple of things we have to figure out there. First being, how much extra are you going to charge for floral scent? No, it's whatever scent they want. A, a, using it as an example. Uh, I think... Probably an extra silver per piece. Wait. This feels pricey. Well, this pricey. place, remember the, the stronghold has like weird senses of money. Like, so do. This place is pricey. Yeah. So we're, we're cutting people a deal at that sure, price. Sure, sure. Two, two silver for, like, a clean and scent, but that's pretty... But we're splitting that. You're not getting all the money from that. So this brings up an interesting question. Obviously, Nim said he's going to dedicate a non-insignificant portion of his time to this laundry business. Yeah. Kenna has other plans to make money, so she's obviously not going to be available to the laundry every day you guys are here. So the question then becomes, how often do you think Ken is going to be able to provide this more um, fancy service? Uh, I think it'll be like supply and demand kind of thing. Because like, usually like the way dry cleaning actually works is they come drop the clothes off, they get cleaned, and then depending on if they want the scenting, it might take a little longer. Right. So... Like, I'd say, like, honestly, like, depending on, like, how much demand there is for it, 
is either like a day to two days just for a cleaning, and then it could be up to a week for a scenting. Okay, so you're thinking rather than spend, because usually you can only spend eight hours a day in theory, doing money-making activities according to D&D's kind of general economic laws. So you're kind of saying rather than physically sitting at your store necessarily for eight hours at a time doing nothing but cleaning clothes, you're going to kind of let a pile build up, do them all at once, and kind of give them back a day or two later type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I'm like... Kind of free up your schedule a little bit. That being said, then, if you don't want to be at the shop all the time, are you getting somebody to man the shop, or...? I think it'll depend on how much money I'm bringing in. I think for the first week or so, I'll probably just be manning the shop every day. Okay. I can tell you from from just how the Stronghold is currently, um, when over a quarter of your town gets obliterated, it's a surprising amount of dust. People's clothes have gone from pretty clean to pretty dirty pretty fast. And unfortunately, it's not a case of just being able to clean them once. The buildings need to be cleaned. The streets need to be cleaned. All of those activities take a fair amount of time. And during those activities, everything is still dirty. So I would imagine at least the more affluent individuals are probably looking to have their clothes cleaned on a fairly regular basis. Probably immediately. So what if, deal making with you, what if I <laughs> man the shop three days a week, and those are the days that I will send people's clothes? And then what, you, whatever you collect on those days, I just clean later on? Because if I'm not... No, because I'm assuming like you're going to man the shop on the other days, so you'll have the stuff that's already cleaned that I can just send. Okay. But that means that essentially every other day, people's clothes will be sent. So in interest, if there is quite the demand for this, in interest of uh, business sense, what if I was to charge more for more prompt cleaning? That's certainly an option. Something like a near instant turnaround is perhaps an option. Priority service? Yeah, priority service. I mean, realistically, and you've done it for your own, you know, I was going to say employees, your own party members, you can clean it literally on their body. Yeah, which I think, like, like I think an on-the-body clean is probably, like, up to five silver, I'd say. Okay. One gold on-the-body clean. One gold for the whole body, I, the I whole guess. Body. And one the silver to go into the pile that you get back later, I guess. Yeah, like like a and clean at your priority. leisure. Yeah. And then you could do five silver for priority. Five silver for next day turn. How do you go to bag and tag and organize all these things clothing for the days? <laughs> Colors? Color coded? Yeah. I mean they have paper, they can take people's names. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like the... Do you want me to write down five silver now for the body, or one gold for the body? I think one gold for, like, just an immediate okay. instant clean. Is that one gold per piece, though? No, one gold total. It's a, it's a whole deal. Whole body deal. Okay. Yeah, that's probably good, then. Okay. So, what I think we'll do is, for the sake of um, just kind of making this easy to work with, I think I'm just going to apply rough percentages to how often I think these will happen, and then when we do the final calculation of how much money you guys are making, we can use those percentages and the days to figure out how you do. So you can clean for eight hours a day in theory. You guys are going to split it up as best you can. In terms of, so I'm going to say 
something along the lines of about 20% of the people that come in are going to be looking for that full-body instant clean. I mean, it is the market rung. There are some pretty affluent people here that don't want to be dirty. Um, I would say you're probably looking at then about... I'm going to say 40% of the people coming in are only looking for the one silver clean they get back in a day or two. And the remaining 40% like that deal, but they'd also like the, the scent. Okay. The scented auction. So we'll, we'll call those. Um, one thing that you do learn, I'll, I'll give you um, that bit of history now, is um, the Mage's Guild that you've heard about, that you haven't seen yet, is definitely not on this rung. It appears to either be in the Guild rung or the Library rung, you're not entirely sure. Either way, you've been hearing from people coming into your shop that the mages are very busy performing actions like sealing the breach in the side of the stronghold, trying to make sure more ethereal entities don't enter the stronghold, trying to make sure more demon presences aren't felt, that sort of thing. Uh, it is basically tapped to their resources almost completely, leaving you with a near monopoly on the library or on the uh, laundry service within the market rung. Yeah. Uh, mostly just because most people can't be bothered. There are some people running manual laundries, but they're charging less than you and getting less business overall. Yeah. So that has left you with a, a pretty hefty uh, amount of work. So you, you may need to decide to hire somebody to man the shop as the weeks turn into months if we decide to go that long. Yeah, because, like, if I'm, say if I'm off, like, on the library run just reading for a day, I can still come back after, like, four to six hours of reading and clean clothes. For yeah, day. for, like, two hours or whatever. Because I can, if I just have a pile of clothes, I can just, like, clean the shit out of them for, like, every six seconds. For yep, absolutely. Um, so that will head into another piece of intel I don't know who to assign the piece of in intel to specifically, because honestly, you're all kind of got feelers out for just kind of the general information about how the Stronghold is doing. So rather than say that one of you individually finds out this information, it's kind of something that all of you have come across. A couple of things have changed in the market rung since, um, since the breach. Uh, first and foremost, travel within the Stronghold layers has been heavily restricted, um, to the point where any travel outside of where your rings freely take you has been locked down barring special permission. They are, uh, there are rumors almost daily of ethereal creatures sneaking in through the breach into the market rung of people being possessed by demons that have snuck their presence through the breach. And due to a lot of this fear, the guard and a lot of the other authoritative um, responses in the stronghold have been ratcheted up fairly significantly. Travel outside of the market rung has been restricted. In fact, each one of you individually was told by a member of the guard in no uncertain terms that while you are free to continue using your rings, um, assisting other people in travel, and most importantly, attempting to travel to rungs that you do not yet have permission to go to, will be heavily penalized. So, no library rung for him. 
not without getting permission from somebody. Um, which is something you can look into. Hmm? Or a lot of stealthiness. <laughs> so, you know, remember that one time I ran you, Jake? <laughs> it was stealthy, right? I'm just saying, she deserved it. It's true. It's true. She had it coming. So, that's one piece of information you guys have picked up. Another is, previously, as far as you understand it, the market rung didn't really have a, a government body involved. Being as most of them are merchants, they kind of value their autonomy. However, since the breach and the damage, it was decided by apparently higher-ups, perhaps. Uh, you've heard rumors of a council of lords that make a lot of decisions when the uh, when the queen cannot make those decisions herself, uh, that sort of stuff. But they apparently made the decision that, for the time being, the market rung needed to be under the central authority of one lord to try to keep everything organized, to try to... Uh, help with recon reconstruction efforts and all that sort of thing. So there has been a lord moved from the nobility rung down to the market rung, uh, who has basically taken over the market rung and now runs the entire rung. Um, in terms of how people feel about that, it mixed results, as you might expect. Some people seem perfectly happy that somebody in charge has come to take over and try to organize and direct efforts, and other people are, you know, doing the usual, this is the authoritative regime, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, in terms of more information, you guys can try to individually gather information on this new lord of the market rung and see what information you can gather, but this is just kind of the general things that you've heard. You've also heard that the Lord of the Market Rung is one of the people that has been given authority to approve travel between rungs. Do we know who this Lord is? I uh, Everybody just calls him my Lord so far. You know it's a him, uh, just based on people's... Um, pronouns that they use when describing him, but uh, it doesn't, it seems like uh, everybody just calls him Lord or my Lord just due to social convention. Uh, let's see. So that, all of that, believe it or not, happens within the first week of... Uh, your long rest, or not long rest, your downtime. <laughs> That's a long it's the longest sleep. long rest. Um, the what you've kind of gathered from that is the stronghold does seem to be reacting very quickly to what's happened, and they seem very well organized. Uh, whether for good or for bad, you're not sure. But that's kind of the information that's come out within the first week. Um, hoping maybe that helps you decide on some things you want to prioritize or how much time you want to invest into certain activities. Uh, does anybody have any questions about that? Feel free, obviously. I, you can, if you ask me a question, I'm going to assume it's questions you've asked people, and I'll give you the responses that they would have provided. Does Lazarus able to go back to the farming line at all? You are... <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the wrong way. Yeah. You're free to travel anywhere your ring can take you. I don't have it. As I mentioned, your ring was given back. Oh, okay. uh, it was basically when they talked to each of you individually to explain to you the new rules, they gave you your ring back. Okay. At this time, it is worth noting you have not been kicked out of the Adventurer's Guild. Mm -hmm. You do not appear to have been demoted. 
Um, people don't exactly seem happy with you at the Adventurer's Guild, but overall you haven't really seemed to have acquired any particular punishment for what happens. Uh, I suppose is how has Lazarus's reception been trying to continue to help out the church? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, the farming's rung or the farming rung's exposure to what happened has been fairly limited. It's not so much that they don't know what's happened, it's just that the rumor mill works faster in the market rung with more people. Mm-hmm. The farming rung is a little slower, a little more backwater. They often don't know what to believe when they're told rumors from merchants. It's taken a little longer to get to them. Overall, they know you as a big lizard that's helped put a church together so far and hasn't really caused any trouble for anybody, so they don't really see you any different at this time. They're much more inclined to believe you than whispers they've heard. Yeah. Uh, Any other questions, obviously? Has anything changed to uh, Lil being our handler or something? Uh, Lil, yes and no. There's been no formal declaration of anything changing. That being said, for the last week, Lil has been unreachable. She warned you ahead of time that she was going to be away for a little while, but you haven't been able to contact her. Should we ever figure out what level we had to be at? Did we ever figure out what level of adventure we need to be at to start? Or does anybody remember what level we had to be at to leave the stronghold? Or do you want me to It was like one of the top away. three. Yeah, I thought it was quite we'll see if we can It was f- one of the higher. I think adventures. Electrum or Diamond. We have to be. I think Electrum, though. Okay. Uh, or maybe even Platinum? Oh no, permission to leave is royal approval. I have that noted down. Uh, you've got, so the rankings, just so that everybody remembers, are copper, tin, iron, silver, gold, emerald, diamond, electrum, platinum, and mithril. You guys are currently at iron. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. copy this down again for this But, so which one, or is, do you always need royal approval to leave? Royal approval was what you were told, though you were told that certain other conditions work, but nothing specific. Yeah, I think we know that, like, being a part of that guard unit that controls the forest is... Is clearly a way out. Yeah. yeah. Assuming how that's just come out or failed. Well, that's how he told you he bailed anyway. Is it really something we want to do, though? Because it doesn't sound like Maverick's too welcome back. Like, do we do we really want to go through all this work of like building up all this like trust? And no, stuff? but if they try to but if they try to pin us in here yeah. permanently, then we get a bail. Like we we need to get married back to her family, her dad, so that the bad village will help us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we're planning on staying with the stronghold long term. No. Yeah. It's a temporary placement. So eventually, yeah, we're going to be like Maverick. I mean, there are other things, too. Like, you still have the hearts to worry about. And yeah. Because you have how many hearts? One. Two. Just 
No, you have one, but you know where the second one is. Well, we know where the third one is, too. Oh, I suppose you do know where the well, third one is. Well, we have two. No, we've only killed one thing. You need the help of the village to get the second one. That's why you're here for Mary in the first place. For those of you listening, I don't think we actually recorded that, but we'll we'll cover it another time when they when they get back to it. It won't really apply for some time. And we still have to go to the giant and ask for the religious icon for the merfolk too. That's right. That is true. Can't forget about the deal you made with the merfolk. Morf merfolk. Hopefully, they also yeah, the marrows. Hopefully, your guys have been doing the food offerings when they were supposed to. Uh, we kind of read them the riot act about that. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody likes to get attacked by mermaids that worship Cthulhu. I mean, that's never good. Not that you know they worship Cthulhu, and I haven't even really decided if they do. So they told us Demi Gordon. Yes, Demi Gordon. That was the that was the name they gave. So, with that in mind, and and maybe since nobody's got any direct questions after that, is um, is there anybody that wants to do their downtime activities first? Anybody feeling particularly talkative or thoughtful at the moment and wants to go first. Uh, I can go first. <laughs> Alright, this it is. You just, you just wanted to get into the Thieves Guild before anybody figured anything else out, didn't you? That's fine, the puzzle solve. <laughs> oh, okay, well that's fine too. So, hey, we'll do the puzzles at the same time. I figure maybe what we'll do is when we're talking about somebody else's downtime activity, I'll have the both of you work on the puzzles at the same time. Of course. Seems a fair way to do it. So, that being said, Dis, what do you want to look at first? I've got your god puzzle, researching things through the pubs, looking for info on Fei Lin, looking for info about the night, looking for what caused the fire and more information about the mill owner, and also the Thieves Guild. Uh, Fei Lin first. Okay, Fei Lin first. Yeah. Alright, so how-ish do you go about that, just out of curiosity for myself? So I'd go around to people uh, who are immediately around or worked in the area around where we first saw her or grabbed her from, or where am. So I guess this would involve talking to Lazarus to figure it out, because I wasn't there originally when they picked her up. Right. right Lazarus is the only one who saw her who was in her shop. Yeah. So I, I tried to go to where that shop was after I asked Lazarus where it was, and then I'd slowly go around and just talk to the different owners around That's there. shops that still they get burned down. Yeah, it's also true. But and if it did get burned down, I'd uh, look around and try to find the owners, uh, just based on word of mouth. Sure. Uh, how are you approaching these people? As in, like uh, aggressively looking for information, or well, just I, I mean, because like you had for some of this that you would maybe just try to like get into the taverns and kind oh, of okay, do okay. But in terms of if you're going to go talk to these shop owners, you know, how do you pitch yourself? Are you Telling them why you're really there? Are you pretending to be somebody else? Are you? How are you? I would go around looking, um, pretty obviously looking for information around it. Probably in trying to seem like the goal is to open up uh, like an area that was similar or a shop that was similar to hers. Okay, so you're pitching that maybe like you, maybe not even are a fortune teller, but like you yeah. know a fortune teller. Yeah, basically, like I'm their agent trying to go around and set stuff up for it because I can't really play myself off as the mystery type. So okay, that that's fair. Uh, roll a deception for me. We'll just see on a general level how successful your. Actually, I'm gonna do uh, um, not a not a deception. Um, performance. Performance. Thank you. <laughs> performance. Yeah. yeah, just because you're kind of gonna be playing a role while you do this. But I'm deceiving people. I'm you, pushing for the one that has six more for. <laughs> you absolutely are. If you tell a 
bald-faced lie I'll do deception, but if you're trying to just in general pitch yourself as something you're not, it feels a little more performancey. That being said, these are just simple merchant mm. folk, so it, it's not like the DC's nah. crazy high. Eight. Okay, not too bad. So, a couple of things this figures out within, I'm going to say within the first two weeks, just to kind of see how much longer you guys want to want to do things. So, you get the information from Lazarus as to where Phelan's shop was, and your initial pitch, as you mentioned, is to try to go to that area, see if you can find her, see if you can find people that might know her to talk to them about what she did so that your client can do the same, and just using that as a way of trying to gather information. So a couple of pieces of information you gather rather easily with just your own two eyes are that her shop is strange. You get the information from Lazarus as to where the shop is, and as Lazarus indicated, it was actually very near to the edge of the blast radius. It actually takes you three days to meander your way through the guard that has that area cordoned off. Okay. Uh, you basically do that by, I, I believe at one point you basically pitched the guard that you knew a lady he might like and uh, kind of brought him up for a blind date with just some random woman you found at a bar and then you ran. <laughs> and a couple of other activities that were successfuler than others sometimes, but after a couple of days you managed to squeeze through with your story. Um, Phelan's shop was almost completely on the border of the edge of the blast. All of the buildings around hers were significantly damaged, though not completely destroyed. Wall sections broken off, windows shattered. Several of them had the second level roof collapse, but the main level remained intact. Stuff like that. It, they weren't completely obliterated, but they were heavily damaged. Phelan's shop was not damaged in any way. The windows are perfectly intact. The door doesn't even squeak on the hinges. The, the building is immaculate compared to the buildings around it. Um, when you approach the building, it definitely appears to be closed. The lights are out. There's been some sort of shades or curtains drawn over the windows. And there is a big sign that has been placed on the door that simply reads, Away for a time will return when relevant. Uh, the next, perhaps, obvious question is, what do you want to do at that point? Uh, so, after that, I would try to find the owners of the places of, around hers that were destroyed. Okay. Um, I guess the way I try to do that, same way, just like going through bars and stuff, figuring out who was, who was next door, because I'm assuming it's probably a bit weird. There are people probably find it a bit weird, the Phelan shop still place standing, so might be able to target around the people <laughs> a little bit easier. Weird is perhaps an understatement. Um, roll a persuasion check for me, just to see in general how well that goes. Sure. Uh, nine. Okay. So you go looking around, and a couple of people you do find in bars, which is a little nice because you can grease the wheels a little bit. You do end up losing five gold to wheel greasing activities. Mm. That being said, both through them and through a couple of shop owners that you actually find simply enough literally working on their shops, 
trying to get them back into working order. Um, you find Phelan was not well liked by her neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's hard to say if they disliked her before the event so much, but definitely the fact that her shop has survived has left a sour taste in her neighbors' mouths. Um, several of them uh, have used terms such as witchcraft, unnatural. Several people have claimed that they think she might be possessed by a demon of some kind. Really, rumors are swirling about this chick who was lucky enough to have her business remain completely standing. Um, that has made your job a little bit more difficult, however. Uh, in people's fervor to hate her, you get a lot of stuff that sounds like misinformation or rumor. Things like, uh, one guy even goes so far as to tell you that he's almost positive she was harvesting children to make her potions. Nonsensical stories like that, though you can find no evidence of children missing in the area, so it doesn't really line up. But... Through all of that kind of sleuth information gathering, you've determined that Phelan's shop has only been there for three months. Mm. The building was previously abandoned before that. It was fixed up basically overnight to facilitate her shop. People very rarely saw anyone go inside it, uh, outside of several descriptions of a big lizard going inside. (laughs) Uh, And then she was gone just as quickly. She hasn't been a fixture of the the neighborhood. She's almost as little known as you are. Hmm. Well, that gives me a, a really big question. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I assume, unless you tell me otherwise, all of the information that I give to each of you individually, you freely share with okay, the others. Yeah. So, I'll, so I'll just say my idea out there in, is there may be something having to look into as to why the greeter brought us there. Brought Lazarus there, anyways. There could be some right. sort of the greeter brought me to that shop. So there might be something looking to there. Someone manipulating somebody or somebody else on your own. There's more than just one person involved in it. Someone who has control of the greeters might be involved. If you've learned nothing else from the stronghold so far, each one of you, it's that everything here has several layers of bureaucracy to get through. Uh, sometimes it works to your advantage, like with Dis, uh, who even one of the guards you got past simply by saying their manager said you were supposed to be there and they didn't have time to check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's worked to your advantage. Um, is there anything else specifically that you would continue to push for with her? Are you satisfied with the information you found so far? Would you like to go deeper? I'd probably just leave that piece at um, just the suspicions of, or more about uh, once I got the three-month info that she's only been there for three months and that basically the way it is now, we're not going to get much more information because it's all kind of shaded by what she's, or what people think she's done. Yeah, your most common response when you ask if people might know where she's relocated to has been back to hell where she came from. Yeah. So I'd leave it at the the weirdness of her setting up like overnight and then just only being there for three months. Um, being that her building is intact, do you contact one of your more magically inclined people to take so a look at So one of the last things I would do, uh, most likely, is I'd wait until later at night or something like that, or at a time when people weren't around that area, like nobody was around that area, and try to sneak in. Into the shop itself? Into the shop okay. itself, but uh, I'd do it with trying not to break anything. If I saw that it required breaking something visible, I wouldn't. No, I mean, that's totally fair. So, do you bring anybody with you for this? 
Um, I would have passed the idea off around people, so I'd, I'd bring whoever wants Nim to come. I probably, yeah, it'd be anybody who wanted to come, but I'd probably favor Nim because he's a little stealthier. Yeah, Lazarus isn't quite the stealthier. I'm super stealthy. I mean, you are but a Nimm naked lizard right now. Uh, sure, you know, but still for this type of thing. Definitely breach the subject. Yeah, definitely is... plus two. Definitely plus two. Okay, so Lazarus is maybe out. <laughs> but I, I mean, I assume you breach the subject to the parties. Yeah. So who's interested in a little nighttime B and E? Hey, there's no break. It's just enter. <laughs> yeah, no, no I don't think that works as a legal argument. And I'm not sure it's going to work as an argument here. <laughs> it's gonna be but yeah, who's, who's interested in trying to get into Phelan's shop? I'll come check it out at least. I don't know if I'll like support breaking and entering, but I will check well, it out. Especially since they've seen Lazarus go into that shop previously. Okay, that seems fair. Uh, Kenna. You comfortable with leaving these two to their shenanigans, or would you demand to be taken along as well? No, they can do it on their own. Record. Okay. We'd probably, I'd probably repeatedly go over, I'm not going to go in if there's anything that's going to warn, but that's why I want him there, so you can check and see if there's possible something. Alright, so I'm not going to require any stealth rolls. You've already got a line into this area, and sneaking around at night in a heavily demolished area that is already stretched very thin on guards is probably not going to be that much of a challenge for seasoned adventurers such as yourselves. So, you and Nim arrive at the building at night. What's the plan? I immediately cast Detect Magic. Okay. Nim's eyes shade over silver with the with the Detect Magic, and what do you say to Detect Magic these days? Magic sea stuff. <laughs> magic sea stuff. I really wish we could record the hand of the <laughs> game with that magic sea stuff. Uh, okay, so <laughs> your eyes shade over, and uh, there's definitely some magic here. It's still active, in fact. Um, there is a fairly... I wouldn't call it a powerful enchantment. Like, it's not like some of the other magic that you've encountered that seems to, like, sear the retinas. But it's, um, how to better describe it? Whereas some of the magic you've dealt with has been more of the raw, natural kind, where it's really just all about how much power is behind it. This is a very, you almost miss it when you cast Detect Magic the first time. It's a very carefully woven, carefully constructed enchantment on the building. It's woven into the bricks of the building itself. Um, with even forethought thought towards kind of making it difficult to find with Detect Magic, the weave itself of the enchantment is between each brick layer. So the only reason you even saw it at all was there was a couple of places where the bricks were a little looser and you could catch faint glows of the enchantment. So its power isn't necessarily as strong as some things you've seen, but it's been very meticulously constructed. Alright, Well, I'm gonna roll Arcana to see what kind of magic it is. Sure. Oh, that's a plus eight. That's a ten. <laughs> okay. So you take a look at the uh the stuff, and at first all you get is the base. It's some sort of enchantment magic. Which isn't particularly helpful. 
However, not wanting to be deterred and certainly not wanting, you know, Dis to stumble into something horrifying, you spend a little bit more time looking at it. And upon closer inspection, it becomes clear to you that this enchantment was set up to defend against a very specific threat. Normally, when you have an enchantment magic, like even the shield that you use to raise your AC, it's a very generally worded uh, spell. It's defend me or block things from hitting me, that type of enchantment. This is very specific. It's almost exclusively around redirecting wind currents around the building instead of allowing them to build up on the building. It doesn't defend against fire. It doesn't defend against physical attacks. It's just wind. Which is literally what blew down all the buildings. So there's a lot going on here. It was specifically engineered to defend against a very particular threat. (laughs) All right, so I'll I'll tell Dis this. So Dis, uh, there's an enchantment on the building. It's kind of weird. It's like she knew there was a shockwave coming because it's only like designed to defend against shockwaves, essentially. It's like wind currents just go around it. That's why it's not damaged. That bitch. <laughs> That's what I say. We gotta tell people that... Can you tell how long this enchantment's been here? Can I... Do another arcana check. Ooh, that's better. Uh, 27. <laughs> okay. Now that Nim has a handle on what the enchantment is supposed to do, he can much better reverse engineer how it was cast, where it was placed, and he works his way down to the bottom left corner of the building, and he goes there, right there, that's where it started. And he figures out that it was cast about two days before the event. Also, like, (laughs) right when Lazarus got her, essentially. Yep. Nearly exactly that time. Probably several hours before he showed up. Oh shit. This was planned. Oh <laughs> We're nothing but pawns! <laughs> <laughs> pawns oh, yes. and old ladies. We literally <laughs> walked into this place and got surrounded by like 24 strings. <laughs> oh god. With that in mind, Dis, anything you would like to try in terms of... Um, we can obviously have you check the doors, windows, see if there's anything you can... Do you think it's safe to have a look around inside? I don't see any, like, divination magic or... Nothing so far. Just the enchantment for wind. Okay. And, like, if I analyze the door, there's nothing on the door that suggests it's, like, alarmed or anything? Nope. Nothing you see. Okay. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna look around, like, take another... Look, look around the area and make sure nobody's watching and then try to sneak up a look back and uh, see if anyone wants to okay and then I'll, I'll go up to the door and I'll try to okay. mess with the lock and get in if there even is lock I'll first try to just open the door straight up it's a good plan I was really waiting for the I like whip out my toolkit and spend like six hours trying to open the door they won't budge <laughs> <laughs> but no you, you kind of give Nim a hey buddy you coming with me and he gives you the thumbs up and you reach out and you turn the doorknob and the door pops open slowly open it and like super tentatively step in just in case we miss something or there's like a physical trap sure 
You take a tentative step inside, and I, I'm not going to require a perception check. You're not really fighting against anything. Um, you take a look inside, and Lazarus has kind of explained to you a little bit of Phelan. Like, obviously, he's told the party how they found her, what what they were brought to the store to look for. That story seems very confusing to you. This shop has clearly never contained anything. There are shelves, but they are completely empty. And they are covered in a fairly thick set of dust. The book. <laughs> Is there any weird magic inside? Is there any weird magic inside? I think you would still have your your yeah, detect it magic. It's like minutes. ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, inside it seems perfectly ordinary. What is happening? This isn't how Lazarus explained this place. Hmm. I wonder if it was Actually, all Nim, Nim was I with him, wasn't I just sneezed. Oh. I, who was with you when you went to go see Fay Lynn? Yeah, it was Nim. I think you were chilling in the background of it. No, I, I went in with you because we were looking for the things for Father Maxie. Yeah, the candle and the... Yeah, but, you, but I remember you entering the shop. That was a, yeah, I didn't interact. You were just, just kind of like by the door. So yeah, you would remember the stuff changed. Okay. So yeah, it's definitely different than you recall as well. Is there any possibility that was an illusion before? I can't detect, you know, uncast magic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time traveling perception. <laughs> Do you want to take a look at the I rest of the building on the inside? So far, you're just in the main. Yeah, shop front specifically, room. what I'm going to look for is a secret entrance to a basement. Okay, gonna do some investigative work. Yeah, I'm like, it feels like there's a secret here. And I'm gonna get in the fucking, all, on all fours and just like comb the ground. For okay. Uh, in all the room, like, are you gonna check everywhere or just this front room for now? What's kind of the plan there? Um, I see Dis doing this. Nim's like, uh, why don't I check the floor and you can go check upstairs for a minute? Cause, you know, I'm a lot closer to the floor. I mean, that only makes sense. I'll <laughs> <laughs> get up and go upstairs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so the way we'll do this, let's have an investigation roll from both of you. We'll see what you find. Uh, oh boy. It's an 18 for me. It's a 4 for me. I rolled a 3, 4, and 5. Alright, not, not great rolls from this <laughs> today. Uh, we'll take our break here really quick, and then when we come back, we'll let you guys know what you find. Exciting! Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.